Today's episode is going to talk about pop-ups on your website and if you should have them, where you should put them, how you should arrange them, etc. So if you've been wondering if you should have a pop-up on your website, this is a great episode for you. Welcome to the Up In My Business podcast with me, Lex Lancaster, where you'll get an inside look at all things tech, business, and my life as a physical therapist turned digital operations expert. You'll hear all about my lessons as a business owner, the ins and outs of tech for your business, and more. From SEO, websites, and email marketing to automations, launches, and copywriting, I've got you. I'm so excited you're here. Let's dive in. As always, I need to tell you about the Up In My Business podcast sponsor, and that is JNAP. Jane is an all-in-one practice management software. The Jane team recognizes how hard you work to support your patients and clients, and they want to do the same thing for you. And that's why they offer unlimited phone, email, and live chat support with every single subscription. And it is truly one of the best features about Jane and why I love Jane so much and why I switched from other EMRs to Jane. So to get started with Jane, they recommend booking a personalized one-on-one demo with a member of their team. Of course, it's a great way to make sure that Jane will be a good fit for you and your practice and just to see Jane's features in action. And Jane even offers a free data import and account setup consultation and online training tools to set you up for success. And truly, it is one of the best onboarding processes that I've ever been through. I know there are hiccups that can happen and Jane will always, always, always help you through those. So to get started, head over to jane.app start and their team would love to connect with you to see how Jane could help you and your practice. You can also use the code LEX1MO, so LEX1MO at checkout, and you will get a one month grace period applied to your new account. So if you've been looking for an EMR or if you want to try out Jane, head over to jane.app slash start, use the code LEX1MO at the time for sign up, and you will get a one month grace period. Okay, let's jump into the episode. Super excited to record this one. I've gotten this question a few times on Instagram and in a DM. So I am going to, I said an Instagram or on Instagram and a DM. I just mean on my question box and as a DM. So I'm going to answer this one today all about pop-ups on your website. If you're new here, welcome. If you have been listening to the podcast, thank you so much for coming back. We always start the episodes off with a little life update, a little business update. So I'll jump into that. Life update. Everything has been really, really good, really continuing on. Nothing really new to report. Honestly, everything has been super routine and in system and everything is just obviously flowing. So nothing crazy to report going on vacation this upcoming week for five days. So yes, I am pre-recording the next episode that you will hear next uh, Monday now. Um, well, not right this second, but after this one. So I am pre-recording that episode and things are just, you know, jiving. I will say that there's been a little bit of rain and wind the past couple days, which has been a little bit different and still having trouble telling time. It's mid-September and usually I'm used to the leaves changing a little bit, getting a little bit colder, weather's changing a little bit. It's not really the same way around here. So just getting used to that after moving across the country from New Hampshire to California. And yeah, nothing really crazy to report. Moose is going to a, not a kennel. She's going to someone's house to be watched for, you know, the time that we're away. And it's the first time that she's been watched by someone other than my parents for multiple days. So 
obviously I have a little bit of feels around that, but I know that she's such a social dog. She'll be fine, but it is definitely difficult to drop your dog off. So I know that on Wednesday when I'm dropping her off, I'm going to be in my feels a little bit, but other than that, everything is super, super good. Everything is the same as it always is because we're in the flow. So I will jump into business updates, business updates going If you have not checked them out yet, I do have newly launched products on my website. I have my Canva course, which I re-recorded. I have a brand photography guide, which we're going to talk about next week. And then I also have Canva templates for brick and mortar businesses. So if you're looking for a business card, rack card, service brochure, all of that stuff is in that brick and mortar business template suite. So you can check that out if you have not checked it out already. I will also let you know that I'm recording these two episodes and then Shantae and I are going to be finalizing our offer, what we're offering, if we're offering something. So stay tuned for that. I know I keep saying that week after week, but you know, she just went through two launches. We are pretty busy and we're just, you know, settling into things, like I said. So we're going to chit chat about that, figure out what we're doing, and I will report back. So you'll probably hear about that in two weeks if we're not already talking about it on social media by then. And lastly, SEO school. So SEO school registration is going to open up on Monday, October 30th. So I recognize that's a little bit over a month away. I'm going to be sending out an email to the waitlist of SEO school in the next, you know, couple of weeks. Um, probably actually next week. I say next week, meaning this week, because I want to obviously give like a quick little uh, tip, if you will, for SEO school, because it is coming down the pipeline and I want people to be prepared for Um, when the car opens so that they can plan accordingly around their schedule and all the things. But I am going to be sending an email out. So if you are interested in SEO school, learning everything you need to know in order to do your SEO for rest of forever, if you want to, then SEO school will open for registration in at the end of October. So jump on that wait list. The link is in my bio. Now we're going to jump into website pop-ups today. So I do want to do a little bit of a disclaimer. I'm not going to go through, you know, the ser- the provider you should use, it's ConvertKit, how to make it on ConvertKit, all of that stuff. One, I have a ConvertKit course on my website, but two, this is more or less just the logistical side and the should I do it side. So I'll go through some of like the values of it and the types of things that you can have, but not going to go into the nitty gritty of how to make them. So if you're not familiar with pop-ups on your website, we'll go through it and what that means, but we're not going to go over how to actually make them. So if you have ConvertKit, it's pretty easy. Um, But anyway, so let's go through it. So the value of pop-ups, right? So if we talk about a pop-up on a website, if you don't know what I'm talking about, if you're on a website and something pops up, it's usually like a coupon, a freebie, sign up to get money off, you know, whatever it may be. That is what I'm referring to as a pop-up. So there are different types of pop-ups when you're on someone's website. So you can have them on only certain pages. You can have them when someone originally gets to your website. So when they first arrive, you can have it timed out. So it's after they're there for 15 seconds, or you can have it pop up when they're about to leave your website or exit your website. So those are the different types of pop-ups that you can have, or maybe you've experienced those different types of pop-ups. You can have pop-ups that are in the middle of the screen, pop-ups that are in the corner of the screen. You can have pop-up bars, you know, a bar pops up on the top of the screen. You can do tons of different things and all of those things can be done in ConvertKit. So with all of that being said, 
we want to talk about they're valuable. They're different types. How do we use them? What are the problems with them? Where do we put them? So the value of pop-ups, it's really good because it gets very much so in your face about a specific thing. So I always like to say, if you're going to have a pop-up on your website, it needs to be valuable in some way, shape or form. So it has to be something that's going to give something to someone. You can't just have a pop-up on your website that says, join my mailing list. People are not incentivized by joining your mailing list. I am on so many mailing lists, but if you tell me I'm going to save 20% or if you tell me I get this free ebook when I sign up, I'm probably going to sign up over just joining your mailing list. Unless I really, you know, obviously want to be on the mailing list. It's just better to incentivize someone to actually join that list. So that is the value of the pop-up, right? So the pop-up is going to get an email in exchange for something. So when we have someone's email, we have a direct connection to them as a human. So I don't have to fight an algorithm. I don't have to fight the Google and how Google shows makes me show up online. I don't have to get them to see an Instagram post or see my story or click a button. I have direct access to their mailing list and or to their inbox. And with that, I can do a lot of things. I can build more relationships with them, right? So I can start sending them new emails about other things that I offer and other freebies that I have. I can, you know, email them during a sales sequence. So getting direct access to someone's in inbox is very, very important. And building your email list is very important. So that is a huge value of that pop-up. And that's why a lot of people now, I don't recommend this like to be a requirement, but a lot of businesses are doing pop-ups that are email and phone. And I find that the phone ones are actually quite annoying and I will unsubscribe to them pretty quickly. And if I don't, it's basically just, I'm busy and can't text the word stop like at that very moment. But I find those to be more annoying than an email one. So I will say that there are a lot of businesses right now that are opting to do email and phone. And I would say that the email one is what I would go for if you are deciding between the two, but if you want to do both, cool. Um, so that's like the value of the pop-up realistically. And the other thing is you get their email and they get this freebie or they save money. Yes, you have their email, but they also get a quick win. So you're not really having to exert quote unquote, a ton of energy to get them a quick win in that scenario. They download the PDF, they check it out, they get a win. They have a free workout, they try the workout, they really love it, they get a win. So it's not like that pop-up is, you know, a huge energy expenditure on your part. It just exists. And when someone gets to your website, they see the thing, they download the thing, and they can potentially get that win. So it opens you up to allow them to see the value that you can provide. Now, if we go on a little bit further there, if we have a pop-up and we get their email, now we have them in our email marketing system. And now we can also do what people call a nurture sequence. I don't like to throw that word around and be like, you need a nurture sequence because a lot of people don't. They just need to send more emails and just need to send emails to everyone. But if you have a specific freebie, I'm thinking about Anna Hartman right now. Anna Hartman has a specific freebie for her podcast and it is all about visceral referral patterns. So then after they download that visceral referral patterns cheat sheet that she has, there's an entire nurture sequence that we built 
to go to those people who are going to get more visceral referral pattern stuff to their inbox. And it's just a timed out sequence that people will continue getting things from her. And it just allows her to have more touch points over the course of, you know, six to eight weeks, as opposed to someone just downloading a freebie and then only hearing about something that she's selling when she's selling or getting her monthly newsletter email. So it allows for more touch points. And that's a huge value of a pop-up or an opt-in in general. And I want you to extrapolate all of this. I'm talking about pop-ups today, but understand that this is the value of a generalized opt-in as well. So that is this the spiel, if you will, on the value of pop-ups. So let's talk about the problems with them. The problems with them is, and this is the biggest thing that I see, is one, they're on the wrong pages on a website. And two, they're applicable, they're not applicable to what people are wanting or what they're currently looking at on the website. So with it, with me see, saying they're not on good pages, what I mean by that is if I'm on your Instagram link page and a pop-up pops up, that's annoying. And I'm probably just going to go back to Instagram. I don't want to have to X something out. It's going to be in my way regardless. I can't scroll. I can't see anything. I'm going to X it out. So I don't like it to be on that page. If I'm on your homepage and then I get a specific freebie for shoulder pain, but I don't care about shoulder pain. I'm just trying to see who you are. I can also X that out. I probably won't pay attention. But if I'm on your shoulder page and I'm, ta- I'm learning all about your sh- you know, shoulder health and how you are the shoulder expert and I get a shoulder freebie, I would probably love that freebie because it's applicable to what I'm currently looking at. So I, I would say that is a huge problem. The other thing is the formatting. So when someone has a pop-up on their website, I can guarantee most people have had an experience where they can't find the X button and they can't get out of it. That's really frustrating. So my biggest thing for that is to say, you need to make it so your formatting on your pop-ups allows people to get out of it on mobile, but also desktop. So when people are putting them on their sites, they're not looking at them how they look on mobile and how they look on desktop on multiple devices. They're not checking it out. And then oftentimes people will get to it on a mobile device, especially, and they won't be able to click the X button. And it's so valuable to know that we can get people, if they don't want to sign up for the freebie, that they can get out of it, right? Because then they're staying on our website. If they get to our website, they can't exit out. Now they have to enter their information in order to enter the site. That's frustrating, right? So we don't want that to happen. And plus, when you can't X out of something on a site and it's in your way of what you're already looking at, it just becomes a process of it's a barrier to entry again. So you're creating a new barrier that wouldn't have existed if you didn't have that pop-up there. So that is a huge problem that I see with pop-ups. So the question that I get for that, for pop-ups in general, is how to use them appropriately. So we're just going to go some general information, keeping this one super, super short. And I'm just going to reiterate what I have already said in this episode. So number one, have them on specific pages and tailor them to that page. So if we're on a specific service page, like a pelvic health page, have a pop-up that serves that specific service or that specific population. That way, if you're on this pelvic health page and you get a pelvic health guide or a free test, do you have pelvic health dysfunction quiz, that's going to be the thing that pops up rather than, you know, something generic or something that is applicable to athletes, right? 
So on specific service pages, I recommend that you have a specific pop-up for that service. Whereas on your homepage, it should be a general opt-in. So the homepage could have, and this is obviously going to change based on the business that, you know, you're running. But if you have a, a physical therapy clinic or, you know, it's a general medical clinic, your homepage pop-up could just be, you know, here's a 10% off for our clinic. Now, I don't love giving a discount to come to a cash-based service, but regardless, um, when we look at the homepage, we can have just a generic freebie. So it might just be, you know, are you, do you want to come to, are you ready for physical therapy? Or I'm trying to think of a really exciting one and honestly, nothing is coming to mind. Um, but I would say something like saving money, you know, refer a friend program, something like that. So free discovery visit. So you can also do something like that. Like you offer discovery visits already, but if you do a pop-up, you could just say like, are you interested in learning more about our clinic? Put your name and email in here and we'll send you a guide, our, our clinic guide, and it'll have all your services, like a service brochure in that pop-up email or in the freebie email. So it can be something like that, just an informational thing about your clinic. So that can be an option. And then the other thing that I want to say is making sure that you don't have them on your Instagram bio page. I would never show it on there. Now, some people are going to say, how do I do it based on like, how do I make sure it's only on this page or only on that page? It's that's all tech stuff. And it's more complicated than I would like to go into in a podcast episode, but you're just going to be putting the coding for those, those um, modal forms, what they're called on ConvertKit. You're going to be putting those, the coding on different pages. So Yes, I can potentially go through that at some point, but for right now, just know that you don't want to have it on your bio page and you want to have specific ones on your services pages and that's specific to that service. And on the home page, it should be general. Number two, make sure that it can be exited easily. So can people get out of it on the website? So on a computer, but also on a phone. So check it out on both platforms. If people are unable to find the X button or get out of it when they want to, that's going to be problematic. So make sure that if someone has your pop-up pop-up on your website, that they can actually get out of it if they don't want to be in it so that they can get back to your website. Number three is the info that's on your pop-up should also be able to fo- be found somewhere else. So what I mean by that is if you have a pop-up on your website with a freebie for, I'm going to go back to pelvic health for a birth prep guidelines. So that's, that's a freebie on your website. You should also have that same freebie as an embedded freebie on your, your pelvic health page as well. So it's not just found in that pop-up. That way, if someone doesn't want to put their name and info in during the pop-up, but then they see it, and they want to put it in later on the inline form, the form that's embedded in your website, they can still do that and they have that choice, even though they got rid of the pop-up before. Because the thing is, is you can set up pop-ups to not come up for the next 15 days when someone goes to your website. So now that person, they might have exit out, maybe it's on accident, or maybe they just, you know, exit out and now they're like, oh my God, I wish I downloaded that. Like that would have been such a good resource. Now there is a potential for them to be able to download it again if it's on your website in maybe even on the same page, just shown in a different way. So embedded on the website rather than just as that pop-up. So that would be 
the overall principles that I would follow for having them on your website and whether or not you should or shouldn't have them. So if you have one on your website, I recommend checking it out. Do you have specific ones? Do you have generic ones? Do you have ones that are just join my email list? Can you give something away with that? Do you have nurture sequences that are adding to those? Not saying it's required, but it can be a nice next step if you are someone who has already built out, you know, a few opt-ins that are coming up on your website. And I want you to test them out. So I want you to test them out on mobile, test them out on your website, see if they still look good. If the actual pop-up itself, you can see all the information on it. Can you get out of it if you want to? And then if everything checks out, amazing. Can you create another one? Can you, like I said, add nurture sequences? What can we do to, you know, see if this thing is obviously next steps? And my last question for you is, is it working? So if you are someone who has only had a freebie as a pop-up, not embedded on your site, or if just as a pop-up in general and embedded, is the pop-up working? So are people signing up via the pop-up? If so, amazing. If not, consider trying to take it off. Um, I have seen people take pop-ups off their website and their website ends up doing better statistics-wise. That's a whole other conversation, but if it's not doing well, if it's not converting and your inline form, the one that's embedded rather than popping up is doing better, maybe we just have the one that's the inline form. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. I know it's a shorter one. wanted to get through this information really quick for you so that you could take it and run with it. Let me know if you have questions. As always, I appreciate you being here. I will catch you next time. <laughs>